right, here we go. All right, Mikey, happy uh uh what's it called? Daylight savings, man. Yeah. This is supposed to be the last one. What do you mean? Well, everyone in government wants to get rid of it. Like the last time we fall back for various reasons. I mean, it's just bad for business, just being dark so late. And if you can't get no sunlight after work. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It'd almost be better the day. The day would feel longer if the sun was at, you know, if there was more sun at the end of the day, um, you know, rather than in the morning. Like in the morning, you know, you're if you wake up before seven, you're already waking up and it's dark. So it might as well just be dark a bit longer. Yeah. And I think the one like counterpoint to that is like kids going to school in the dark. But but there's a big argument that kids go to school too early. Like you, when you have school districts that have pushed back the the start time for schools, the test scores go up. If they start at like 8.30 or 9 a.m. instead of like seven some of these kids are going to school starting at eight okay well let's do that then do you think this is the last time that this is going to happen well i think it's like past the senate right i mean it's yeah i mean i don't know to be honest with you but it's just like it it gives credence to how bad the government works or how inefficient like everyone's on board with this wants to make it happen but we can't get this law changed <laughs> yeah well it makes you wonder like what laws are being changed like what is what 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 law got changed last week right i'd like to right. know <laughs> it's like what how are they you know how are they prioritized and what's on the docket and all that seven it's like who actually knows the answer to that question like it seems like it's a just kind of like a a, a system that's out there that's that's kind of like operating itself but it's hard to have accountability with something that just is confusing and largely we don't really know what's going on and then we get like snippets of it that like the news that the news the news picks up on and then you know maybe portrays it fairly but maybe portrays it in a negative way right so um even then you know you may not be getting it right and then it's like never one law or issue kind of being passed at a time. That build back better plan, I think that law that we're passing for that infrastructure, yeah, was like something like four hundred and fifty pages long. Like who is reading through all that? And like what kind oh, yeah. of stuff yeah. is slipping through the cracks that you're saying, Hey, I'm gonna give you this money, but I want all these concessions or you know. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean yeah, because <laughs> that's probably, you know, part of the problem with the two parties. It's like it's not just like one issue. Unless it's like part of a law or a bill with multiple issues, but, you mm-hmm. know, trying to appease both sides to get. <laughs> right. Right. Well, I, I was listening to uh, Joe Rogan. He was talking yesterday and, you know, certainly something you and I have talked about before, but um it was actually uh have you listened to dr phil's episode on joe rogan no it was pretty good it was surprisingly good uh i'm with him i'm only like halfway through but it was it was it was interesting and um uh and i think certainly dr phil like i remember him from like his show just being kind of like 
dramatic and just had you know just having just for like effect and whatever but i think like you know certainly him on the show and the things that he was like worried about and talking about you know he came out you know came out sounding pretty smart and genuine um but the things he was saying was like uh and he was talking about like school districts um not not opposing and 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 not really standing up to kids that you know uh um that are kind of saying wild things like um and i guess i'll just repeat this and not really take a stance on it per se right now but like you know if, if a kid identifies as like a a he they and she that's like confusing as hell like how does that even how does that even work and then and what they're and what and what dr phil was saying is that like there's such a loud minority, like a like five percent of people or whatever, that are so incredibly loud that they're afraid of the kind of backlash, and and like you and I have probably talked about this a little bit. Like we wouldn't, you you know, if we if you were at the mall, or I am trying to think of like the scenario, but like there's certainly, you know, I don't think that we would go out of our way to be kind of like very loud in 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 our beliefs yeah and um you know and and part of that is just being private and part of that is just being um uh probably you know respectful to some sense but then it's also just you know yeah i probably don't want to get picked up you know i have like 200 and some followers on on instagram you know i (laughs) it's like i don't really use that as like a you know it's it's just kind (laughs) of like a thing but 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 it's like if uh you know all of a sudden this became kind of like you know like a like a place where there was just like a lot of friction and all this kind of stuff it's like yeah not really looking for that or if it like if it started to impact you know people were like yelling up at like you know at at at, that i'm like a business owner and then like getting up in arms about like the business owner of this company believing this thing and that he should be fucking shut down and boycotted right right that'd be a and and uh which like even saying that kind of makes me feel like am i just that sounds kind of cowardly like (laughs) like the and if i if i if you kind of stay quiet for too long you know it's like at some point people do have to stand up for what they believe and they can do it in in a respectful way but i think that um you know certainly that needs to happen stand up against it or just calling out the nonsense or with it or yeah kind of all of it and i think i i think i would probably like um uh like there was a um um there was a an 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 incident or there was not an incident there was a um one example where this um this young this this kid and i think this is in like elementary school identified as a cat and because of that, she like, um, and I guess her mom bought into it. And so then like they petitioned that, you know, because of this, uh, she needed to have a litter box in the, um, you know, in the classroom and they went along with it. I heard that might've been, that story might be fake or taken out of like context. context. Yeah. See, and maybe that's like, maybe that's like another problem. It's like, I, you know, I've certainly heard the story like twice but like 
I didn't see it. I didn't like read about it. I it definitely came from people that were talking about it the way we're talking about it, which is maybe that's irresponsible. Right. And the other the other problem with kind of this stuff is like you have like the trolls have gotten into it. And so I mean, some of this stuff is really silly, but it's really, you know, real for people feel that way. And then other things right. like you're, tro you're trolling, like I identify as a cat. I'm going to, you know, put the story out that I need a litter box. Right. And so, right. Right. Yeah. As yeah, a troll right. and you get people going around along with it and repeating. Yeah. It. Yeah. Yeah. You don't really know what's real anymore. But if I was at school, I'd be like, you identify as a cat. Well, here's a. Uh, a doggy daycare we can we'll give you a recommend too but we don't we don't teach cats <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> that's very funny yeah. yeah i don't know i think we'd have i think it would get um it would certainly get interesting if like either one of us were to have kids and then like go through that experience of like you know do, you know do you homeschool your kids for one do you send them to public schools if you send them to public school which one would they go to or private school or like what are they you know and it's like you know and I think that you know we're really out of it now because like yeah we don't have kids we have no reason to really to have that experience but I I would guarantee you I've had some friends and I like talk with them I'm, I'm trying to remember who and I just had one friend uh oh yeah it was at a it was at a triathlon I was just talking to some friends that like had kids and I and I mentioned something and they were like you don't even know just like <laughs> straight to private school like just I just couldn't deal with the with like the with like the bullshit and I was like I don't even know what she meant by that but obviously there was just like a level of like frustration that like you know that um you know had made that unacceptable right so hey yeah, you recognize this by the way is that the one you got in uh, Charleston? My Charleston jacket, bro. I still don't have a rain jacket that I've like bought <laughs> in place of it. So it was raining the other day and I put this on. <laughs> and it doesn't do anything for the rain. Like no, it just I, soaks it up. That's the opposite. of You'd be better off with no jacket than just walking around I, with a wet sponge wrapped around I've you. Been, <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Well, I put on another jacket on top of this one. This one was for the warmth, and then the other one was for like the shell. But I'm like, I can afford a rain jacket. I'm gonna buy one soon. I just, yeah. I, I just don't go shopping often, and I just, you know, I just haven't, you know. You got to come to Miami where you know it doesn't rain. It's nice. <laughs> I guess those are my two options. I either buy a rain jacket or I go somewhere where it never rains. <laughs> I gotta make that choice quickly though because. Uh, I don't think I can keep this up. <laughs> this your Eskimo Cholo jacket. It's my Eskimo Cholo jacket. And I've been doing it with that, with just like a plain white shirt. Mm -hmm. It feels pretty fresh to me. I got to be honest. I'm, <laughs> I'm liking this look. It's, <laughs> I, only have, I only have like two or three white shirts that are just plain white. And uh, I've been feeling them lately. Usually I'm like a black shirt, like what you got on. Yeah. And um, I don't know what's been going on. I can only make a white shirt last like a week and then it's like destroy it. Like I don't know what happens with white shirts, just make the stains on them and get off like that. Yeah, yeah, I hear that. Spaghetti. <laughs> Your mom's spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny.
So speaking of all this craziness, we got like Kanye going off. Have you been following that? Uh, no, I haven't. I've been seeing like headlines and people saying shit about it, but I haven't um, like his um, just like little, little, little nuggets. You know, his uh, his model girlfriend has had enough and she's like enough's enough. And just, you know, and it's like, I guess you can really do a lot if you're uh, if you're Kanye and, you know, it's like, you know, anti-Semitic stuff and then just kept like doubling down on it. And so he lost a bunch of like all his brand deals with Adidas and Gap and, you know, like his net worth was like cut in half, lost hundreds of million dollars. Right, right. I... It doesn't make sense. I mean, unless you're just not, unless you're just not well, to be honest with you, it's like, um, because it's already bad enough if you, if you, uh, if you believe those things, if you, if you are, you know, racist, anti-Semitic, any, you know, if you just are kind of bigoted in, in, in some way, but like, you, you know, you should know enough to know that maybe that's just not something you just go around saying. Right. And I'm not and I'm not saying that you should like hide it. I'm saying that, you know, that you shouldn't be that way. But like, but at the very least, hide it. (laughs) Right. And then you say it, you say it once. And I'm not saying you would have got a pass, but maybe you could have issued apology right after saying it. And then but you like double down on it over and over again, all these talk shows. And so, right. I I haven't watched it. So, I mean, I really I really don't know. I mean, like, is it it's pretty bad. Yeah, he's just basically, you know, like talking about like the the Jews controlling the media and, you know, all his like record deals he got screwed on, you know, was from like, you know, Jewish people or they controlled these these media companies or his recording companies. But Lex Freedom, Lex Freedom, Freedom, what's his name? Uh, his podcast had Kanye on, and I think he had a good job of pushing Kanye was like you have a big voice and a big platform and a responsibility to to like don't call him like a Jewish media like call him out by the individual this person screwed you over it was because maybe they're an asshole not because they're a Jew right right that's a really good point you know like you go you know Kanye's got a huge platform a lot of influence I'm like call him out by the individual and then if you think the system is broken then build a better system you know, you want to make a recording label that like treats artists fairly, like do that. Like fight against it that right. way. Right. That's a re- I mean, that seems like a really good point. And was that well received? Yeah, I think so. I mean, it was like, you know, Lex has got like a longer form like podcast too. So I think they spoke for like two, two and a half hours, you know, about a few different topics. And I think Lex does a good job trying to like not derail it, not just like get on like a full blown like fight with Kanye and still like uh, try to maybe yeah. open his eyes a little bit and but it must be I think that that must be hard you know to be someone with that much money that much influence that much power it must just I think you're you're you it'd be hard to have perspective you know yeah. to like to 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 listen to other people to reflect I think it would just you you would just start thinking that, um, you know, your your shit doesn't stink, basically, right? Yeah, and he's a little like off the rocker. He thinks he, he's got a huge ego. Think he's the best ever, 
and thinks he's some kind of prophet or something sent by God, like, come on. <laughs> yeah, he does think that, huh? Right. So there was so. Uh, some somebody brought up a uh, a a tweet or something. I don't know what it was. Some message that like Pink put out, and this was back in the book. Must have been like the two thousands. And all all the thing said was, uh, like Kanye's a piece of shit. Quote me. <laughs> like you'll like you'll see quote me or something like that and right. someone was like oh my god like pink new you know 20 years ago like <laughs> yeah yeah i guess that's like one way to like stand up there right right they've worked together i don't know if they work together but probably in the same circles like in the music industry heard some shit there was people i think you know, at award ceremonies, even calling out um, Harvey Weinstein and stuff, throwing jabs at him like they knew. Uh, wait, like throwing jabs at Har- Harvey Weinstein about what? Just like during award ceremonies, like stay away from like Harvey Weinstein. Oh, oh, I see. Because they kind of knew. I guess everyone knew in that in that industry. Right. Man, yeah, that's a that's a real that's a real sad deal. Uh, just how 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 many people seems like new, and just how it just kept happening. Yeah. Hmm. And then we got Alex Jones. We see him like for his stuff he said about Sandy Hook. Maybe the judge awarded the families close to a billion dollars. Which okay. I don't think he has, and now they're they're taking him back to court for like one point two trillion dollars in another lawsuit. So who are they suing now? Alex Jones. You know yeah, is? but like, who is that? He's got. He had like a. Like, why are they suing him? Because he he kept talking about Sandy Hook was staged; it wasn't real. And all like the parents were grief actors and they were lying about their kid dying. Okay. Okay. So he had nothing to do with it. Right. But he's getting sued for, I don't know if it's like defamatory. For libel? Yeah. Or defamatory? Yeah. How you even put a price on that seems kind of, you know, seems hard to do really because it's not like he didn't have anything to do with it and i know he's probably like rubbing salt in the wounds pretty you know pretty bad and it's like not it's like it's a ridiculous thing to say like he should honestly just be just just be getting sued for being a jerk you know i mean he just he's kind of just an asshole yeah i know like he's got deplatformed because of that and has apologized has admitted he's wrong on that on that case Oh, he has. Yeah, and it's still the uh, the lawsuit still still there. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, how do you put a value on a, a billion dollars? Yeah, what it like? I don't know. That seems like a. I mean, I don't want to say it's a money grab, but I'm just saying, like, you know, what are they compensating you for? You know, like, are you proven that you you suffered a million or billion dollars worth of damage or whatever because of like the shit he said? Like, yeah. 
I've been watching. Uh, it's kind of dumb. I've been watching Suits. Have you seen that? No, the, the TV show. Yeah, it's good. It's I mean, it's like uh, I feel like it kind of starts to just repeat itself with the way that they the way that they act. They're always like at war with somebody. Someone's attacking them. Someone's taking down the firm. It's kind of just this. I mean, all it is is just kind of drama. Um, but it's uh, it's interesting because I've never I've never watched a lawyer show. I never would have thought that that would have been like a show I would have just kind of like gotten hooked into a little bit. But uh, um. But it has been, and it's interesting. Um, and they kind of like start. It's almost like the people that watch, like, um, was it like it used to be like Grey's Anatomy? They were like med, like med students that would watch Grey's Anatomy because they they would like work really hard. I mean, they had like writers that were that uh, had gone to medical school to basically try to kind of create scenarios and conditions and the language that was as real as possible. Right. And so, like. Um, you know, so I'm I've like watched this enough that I'm like, slap that guy with a TRO, man. <laughs> you know, or like there's just like things that they say where I'm like I'm kind of like, okay, I get you know like I'm I'm picking up on this thing, but um anyway. So you ready ready to go take the bar? That's funny. I'm ready. Yeah, I'm basically yeah. I don't even have to take the bar. I can just if I had photographic memory, I could I could you know I could lie my way in. <laughs> and do all kinds of shit that's what that's what one of the guys that's how what what's what happens to one of the guys he like he's basically a like a fraud for like the first three or four episodes or not episode seasons um and like uh he kind of just had like a hard a hard go with some with some things in life and um and he'd been like accepted to like harvard law school and uh but some things happened that got him like kicked out and permanently like kind of fucked up his future and um so anyway it's like it's 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 interesting i mean it's it's uh he kind of reminds me of like uh this is gonna date me a little bit but uh remember doogie hauser no the name sounds familiar what is that he was um he was like the prodigy uh uh doctor um i can't remember the name of the show uh i mean this kid was probably like i don't know like 20 years old and he was like a doctor like he just kind of like you know, he was just, he was just a, like a genius. Right. And um, this guy's kind of like that. Cause he's got a photographic memory so he can read like, a, you know, he could read your 450 page, you know, uh, you know, bill. And then you could open it up to any page, start reading. And he would like continue the sentences. Like, it's like that level of like, you know, and um, which, you know, if you had that, I mean, that gives you an enormous amount of, power and leverage in life just if you can do that or if you could do that do you think anybody has that man maybe somebody has it maybe somebody has it to that to, to some to some degree um i mean i've known people that 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 had it on a much 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 more limited basis um they could like hear a number of things um and not really remember them, but they were like stashed in their brain. They could walk away, then they could like go back and like replay it. Yeah. To kind of like pick out the information. And um, and I was like, if I don't, if I don't literally, if I don't consciously like memorize it or write it down in that moment, 
fucking gone. Like I can't go back and <laughs> I can't go back and like replay that, you know? Yeah. I think I have like a, like when I do like meeting minutes, I have like a pretty good time, like going back and like remembering what we talked about, who said what. Uh-huh. That's good. So you have that a little bit. A little bit. But I don't think anybody has like photographic memory where they're like looking at pictures of like a memory or something. More probably like stashed, right? You can organize it, stash it, recall it. But it's not like you're physically looking at like a picture. But I think that's a hard thing. That's a hard statement to make because like, think about this. Like, what if I told you those paintings in the back were fucking burgundy? They're purple, bro. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> like, they're, so, so I think, so I think, you know, your version, like how you see red, I can never corroborate how you see red. Yeah. All I know is how I see red and they're very similar, but they may not be exact. And so it's like, you have, you know, whatever it is, you know, 4 billion people on the planet or, or whatever. And there's like 4.3 billion, but like, um, and yeah, I mean, I think like memory is going to work generally the same way, but you know, you don't think that there's some savant memory picture taker out there. I mean, I bet, I bet there's somebody that, 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 that has memory that functions like so differently than the way ours functions that, you know, we have a hard time, like, you know, grasping that or understanding that. Yeah. But I don't think it's like, you know, like it'd be no different than you taking a picture of that book. Right. And then looking at it on your iPhone. Right. I don't think like somebody's brain is doing that because then you're not really remembering information. I think you have to like, remember it, process it, be able to like recall it really fastly to understand that like somebody starts reading from a random page or random line you don't have time to like kind of flip through pictures in your mind. It's like, I have this memorized, this whole book, just, and I can recall it and something, you know, there's a keyword that will trigger, bring me to that spot. But it, I don't think it's yeah. flipping through pictures of, of that book to trying to find that yeah. word. Yeah. Again, I mean, I think it's so hypothetical. It'd be like hard to say, like, maybe they can flip through it. It's like an instantaneous thing. But yeah. I think you're right. I mean, I you know, it's like, but I think we got to tread lightly here because we're getting into neuroscience. <laughs> yeah, we are. We got to stop talking about that. <laughs> <laughs> like the one thing we're not supposed to talk about. <laughs> you really let down the listeners. <laughs> All of them. All of them. Uh, well, we're about to get nuked. You ready about Ukraine? Been following that? uh i've been following that a little bit um not like uh i think the last time that we were on they um or that we talked ukraine had bombed like one of the bridges um over in russia like one of yeah. the main bridges and like damaged that and um uh but i don't know what's been happening i mean i almost feel like it's like uh it's almost like covid I mean, I I was joking um, with uh, somebody here recently, and I was just kind of like, and it wasn't really a joke, but I was like, COVID's fucking done. Like, oh, hold on. Yeah. You know, I was, um, you know, nobody, generally nobody's talking about it. Uh, for the most part, you know, you'll see one, um, 
like a person, you know, a rogue COVID ninja, you know, putting on a, uh, you know, a mask to go into a coffee shop or something, but like generally no masks are required. 99% of people aren't wearing masks and you really just don't hear about it. And no one's, you know, talking about it. And I'm, you know, I'm walking into clients' homes. They're not asking if I'm vaccinated. They're not like, you know, I mean, there's just like no part of it that feels like it's around. Like the only time I, 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 I hear about it is like my parents keep talking about it and they're talking about like the next vaccine and my sister's getting it. And it's just kind of like, I'm like, man, you guys are really, you guys are really in that, you know, in that loop still. And I'm, yeah. you know, um, but, um, and Ukraine is kind of similar. I mean, you could literally flip through. I mean, I think I flipped through the news just uh, a couple of days ago or the like wall street journal. And like, I'm not sure I saw a headline from Ukraine. Yeah, but it is interesting. I mean, tensions were getting high over there just with the Putin threatened nuclear uh, war, basically. And just with the Ukraine soldiers doing so well. Uh -huh. I think he, he's finally, I think, starting like his latest speech. Putin kind of talked back the, the threat of, of using like a nuclear weapon, says like no one wins a nuclear war. We can't. We can't let that happen. Oh, that's good. I mean, that's yeah. like maybe the best thing that I've heard about about that in in a while. Because I mean, it's good for him to like recognize that. Like, there's only losers if that happens, right. and there's no taking it back either. Like, that's like the you know, it's like it's a that is like World War Three basically. Yeah, but then North Korea has been you know shooting a bunch of missiles over Japan and testing their ICBMs. Are they still doing that? I knew that they shot a missile over Japan like a while ago, but I didn't know they were still doing that. They're still doing that. And I guess it's in response to there's joint military exercises between the US, South Korea, and like Japan that are flying across like the along the demilitarized zone and out in the sea. And so they kind of see that as a a point of an aggression. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, that certainly seems like it is. So if North Korea nukes South Korea, they threaten to do that. Yeah, I feel like this is I, th I feel like that there's like, you know, um, one, there's like a time in, in, in each in each podcast where you come up with kind of like the um, the like the end game, like the, the kind of depressing, like this is how it's going to end. We're all, you know, like <laughs> this, just like a little update on just like we're getting a little closer, everyone, <laughs> like, you know. Well, the Houston won the the World Series, so that means there's no recession coming. Oh, is that right? Yeah, every time it's like the Phillies. I didn't know that. I didn't know that that was a World Series, uh, World Series game. I or because I was at the I was at a bar like two weeks ago or something, and it was uh, yeah, the Astros, and they were playing the Pirates. Who who the hell were they playing? I don't know. The Phillies in the World Series. Or the Phillies, yeah, that's yeah, that's so, who it was, and um, so, so Houston just won last yeah. night. Okay, they were getting they were getting slaughtered the 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 game I was watching. 
But yeah, every time the Phillies have won the World Series, there's been a recession. Like in 2008, they won. And then like 1980, <laughs> they won. So if they didn't win, no recession. We're good going. That's awesome. That's great news. Great news. I wonder if they just, yeah, that's funny. I wonder, I'm sure they, they like they knew of that. Right. They had to have yeah. that joke floating around or maybe the Astros had a lot of weight on their shoulders, you know, to yeah. win. <laughs> like they were going to let everyone down if they lost. There's still probably a recession coming. <laughs> <laughs> Man, well, the way they're jacking up the rates is like is is. You know, un, it's very unusual. Yeah. And then there's been a, you know, bunch of layoffs like across like the tech sector. I mean everywhere yeah yeah when we talk about that we're like yeah apple like had like a hiring freeze yeah yeah hold on i'm just getting more coffee yeah so um why do you think why do you think it's uh why do you think the tech tech center is getting hit you think it was just like bloated because that's how that's how it feels like you know, it doesn't necessarily feel like the like Twitter layoffs. You know, I know that Elon Musk is kind of going in there and, um, you know, kind of dropping a hammer and and really, you know, changing things very quickly. Um, but from like the numbers that I was looking at, between like their like revenue and the number of employees, you know, um, their number number of employees have grown um, significantly you know higher and sort of faster than their like revenue so like um so it sort of seems like and i know and i think what twitter i think the what 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 i was reading about is that it was because they were like investing in like new technology and research right and so um and it's like okay well you need to do that and that makes sense but they've also reported um a loss for like what like 13 years or something like that like it's it's a maybe 12 years or 11 years like a long time and um so all of that just makes me think like they weren't very sound and and i think what 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 elon musk is doing now kind of needed to happen to kind of right the ship and 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 stop the you know stop the flooding yeah, I think that yeah, I think they are bloated, and I think that's not just unique to to Twitter. I was reading some like accounts from somebody who used to work at Facebook. He's like, I worked at Facebook when they had two hundred employees. You know, worked with them through when they they scaled up to twenty thousand employees, and he's like, I don't understand why Facebook has seventy thousand employees right now. You don't need that many you know employees to run that company. But you know, when you get these tech companies, they make a lot of money. They get a lot of venture capital right up front. It's like they're, they're flush with kind of cash, and maybe it's like, all right, we can we can spend a bunch. Yeah, yeah. And I wonder how many of those employees just get lost in the mix. We really haven't done shit for like the last five years, <laughs> making one hundred fifty grand a year. Okay, well, let me ask you this: as a hypothetical, would you be? Uh, would you want that? Like, let's say you could go, you could go, you could, you could get into that job and you would have duties, but no responsibility. Like you would have very little responsibility. Like you could literally just kind of like get lost, walk in the campus and, you know, whatever. Would you go do that? No. Well, like do something that makes me 
fulfilled or enjoy doing. Right. Right. Uh, yeah. That's what, I mean, that's what I think too. Cause I'm like, well, I don't think I would want that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But it's not necessarily about like, like I heard that like the arc Ingalls, the way he runs his office is like, you only do what you want to do in that office and like what you're good at. Like if you're good at like detailing and you want to spend all day just doing details just do that. I'm like, why would you, yeah. you know, try to be a project right. manager yeah. if you really, if you really hate that aspect of it. Right. Yeah. Which like some firms take like the exact opposite, you know, approach where they're like, Hey, we want everybody to kind of like, you know, like we'll assign an architect to this project and you're going to run it from like start all the way through like project management. I mean, just through the finish. Um, and it's like, I see, I see both, you know, both, both points of views. I also see that like, um, I mean, I think that the one nice thing about that is like, it kind of reminds me of like cooks or like being in a kitchen that if you're kind of like, you know, you're the, you know, you're always at the, like the broil station or you're at the, like, you know, like wherever the cold side or, you know, but if you, if you rotate, so you spent like two weeks or maybe a week at like every other station and then you get back to yours, you have like a much better sense of like the timing and, uh, yeah. and, and, and of like the things that like the other people in the kitchen are kind of dealing with and working, working through. So then that kind of makes you better at like what you're doing from just like a big picture perspective. So, um, yeah, so I, I get, I get both of those, but. Yeah. But in the cook scenario, it's like you stop going around that, that merry-go-round. You learn the lessons from it, right. Makes you better. Oh, I see what you mean. But then you like end up back at that place. Right. And maybe you're better at that. And then maybe you can manage the people, you know, down the line you know, from you, you know, what needs to happen, the pace that needs to happen. But if you never yeah. get off that, like, you know, that, that train, you keep doing it over and over again. You hate that or hate, you know, certain aspects of that. Right. Yeah. You get to like a certain station that you really just don't like. Right. Yeah. That makes sense. I mean, I think that that's, that's actually like uh not even just from a business standpoint of like how to run your architecture firm, but just like how to live your life. You know, the people I think that are the most successful are the ones that um, figure out what they're really, really, really good at. And then they figure out how to make money at that thing. Yeah. You know, and um, and I, I, you know, we probably don't spend enough time kind of testing those things. I think in, in, in general, like if I if I look at, you know, what I've done, like there's you know, hundreds of jobs out there I'd probably enjoy that I might be really good at that I just never really like, you know, put myself out there or kind of like work through kind of figuring that out, you know, and like, and, um, and Steve Jobs talks about that. Like, I, I always think about him when he's like, you know, like never settle. And he talks about that in terms of like, like great work. Um, you're like, you know, finding your spouse and like all these in like important ways. He's like, you know, keep, you know, keep looking until you find that thing. Yep. Yeah. All right. we got We're about to minute. get cut off. Should we end it there? We had a pretty good run, Mikey. Maybe our podcasts are just 40.